Only get one life to live, we only got one life to live Yeah, I feel the shit in my spirit, whatever I got I'ma give Yeah, I had to look in the mirror, so that's what I got up and did Yeah, now that I see what it is, I finally feel I can get out and live Live, yeah, live, yeah, live I feel like a live, yeah, live, uh, live, uh, live, yeah Okay, we are live. Um, this is another episode of Pure Potential, the podcast. I have someone special and dear um, and very near to me in my heart. I'm here with my mom. Um, she goes by Julie, um, but Fumilayo. <laughs> so I um, just wanted to bring her on um, for Women's History Month. We're celebrating that this year. So all the guests that I have on, I would like to just highlight um, specific women who I believe carry a lot of wisdom, are going through their journey and have things that they can also share with others. So I am very honored and very honored to just have my mother here with me to share her knowledge and her wisdom that she's gained over the years. Um, she's grown up in Nigeria and brought her and worked herself to, um, to come to the U.S. And so I just think that she has so much um, wisdom that she continues to share with me and my siblings as well as my friends if you know her um, you definitely know that she has a lot of things that she has to say that is very um, beneficial to each individual she comes across so that's my mom so welcome thank you for being on and actually doing this she didn't want to do this at first but I'm very glad that you <laughs> decided to let me do this so yes um you want to say hello to the people Hello, hi, good afternoon, <laughs> good evening, good morning. Whenever you guys are hearing us from, yep. I'm happy to attend this. Yeah. Interview is an opportunity for me. So. Yeah. So I'm going to take us into it a little bit. Just first wanting to know, um, it's certain things that I don't know as well. So I'm going to be learning from you all as well. So this is an opportunity for me to learn um, some things too about my mom. And so I just want to know, first and foremost, what was it like growing up in Nigeria? Yeah, growing up in Nigeria was a fun. Mm -hmm. I love it. I will Around remember, what age? Go I ahead, will yeah. remember, like, I would say, like, from six years old. Mm -hmm. Because that's when we start our elementary school. Okay. So you kind of have a little bit memory mm -hmm. growing up then. So first of all, uh where I know my where my parents live. We live like a face me and face you. What what does face me and face you mean? Uh, I don't know. Maybe if like been to like some hotel, like they have door to door. Okay. Like, yeah, like they're right across or right, a, right across each other. Yeah. So but then it's a normal apartment mm -hmm. for us. It's like a I would say it's not like for rich people. Okay. I'm not coming from the wealth mm -hmm. or brought up in a wet, wealthy area, wealthy or... area or family. But today, we thank God Amen. where I am today. Yeah. Uh, growing up is a good thing to remember. Mm -hmm. I remember like I have a lot of friends. I, you mm -hmm. know, I love to have friends. Yeah. You know. So I might be making I might be mentioning some name. 
So for us, like part of the fun growing up in Nigeria when we are young in the elementary school, in the elementary school. Yeah. Then, you know, when we are going to school in the morning, there's no school bus. Mm-hmm. We don't have a school bus. But they always have like they do in America, like they have a school neighborhood school. Oh, school yeah. So I go to a neighborhood school. So and you have your own friends. So when we are going, we always call each other. You stop by each, each person's, person's house, house on your way going to school. Yeah. So at the end of the day, by like walking down to school, you might be like four, five, six kids. Yeah. So we're going to be talking, you know, sharing some experience, everything. So I remember when, when like I was in elementary school, I think I was in primary three. That's probably that like great three. Yeah, great three. Yeah, grade yeah. three then. So there's one boy. He's in my class. Well, did somebody is tough, rude. <laughs> oh my God! We then America we say this guy is like he's a bullying. Yeah, bully. He's a bullying. Yeah. He be like stop us when we are going to school. You want to collect our money. Wow. You want to collect our food. And we so scare this boy like. Then then I remember when you go back home, you tell your parents like, there's one boy in my school bothering me, collecting my food, collecting my money. I remember my parents, my mother would tell me like, whoever wants to chance you, whoever wants to ride you, make sure you stand on your feet. You speak for yourself. When your parents, your parents is not going to be there for you everywhere you are going. So one day, this guy come to me. I think he's trying to get something from me. Then I just remember what my mom told me. He just ring bell. That's when I know like, I'm tough too. (laughs) So, He's just trying to collect something from before I always care. I just change. Like, you know what? What do you want to collect from you? Then we get on, we get into it because I always care. Like, oh, this boy will beat me. He will beat me up. He's a man. He's a boy. I cannot like. Yeah. I just realized, like, we start fighting. And then I remember when we want to fight. Our friend we like. We are we are it's like we have a group. Like yeah. when you're fighting wrestling, you have your own group. This one, like, they were like, for me. I know you can do this. Fight. Don't run. Oh, they like supporting you. Supporting like. me. Do not cry. <laughs> then when you cry, they win. That means the person is win, winning you. Yeah. But if you don't cry, I don't care either he knock you down or he doesn't knock you down. You know, as a, as a lady or a girl, before we say something, we start crying. Mm-hmm. But I make sure that day, because he's been chancing me, he's been riding me, he's been bullying me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, today is today. I'm not going to let you... Today, you have to get over it, like, no more. Yeah. So, we fought. We do everything. So, since that day, these guys, I just realized, this guy, leave me alone. Then, now, I have to stood up for my friends. Yeah. Like, what is he, what is he getting from you? What is he doing to you? So, this guy just know me. And I realized, too, like, all what this guy is doing at school, the parent, his parent doesn't know anything. nothing about it. Yeah. When you get, when he get home, when you pass their house, you will see him sitting down quietly. Wow. You say some, you're not going to say nothing. But as soon as he leave that premises, coming to school, <laughs> it's another person. So I just 
notice like this boy always be quiet when we passing by. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like a front. Maybe it's like a shop, mm -hmm. like a store. It's like open store. So when I pass the house, I realize like, I'm the one that be cussing these boys out. Like I was so happy. Like me too. I like can stood up for yourself. Stood up for myself. Stood up for my yeah. friend. So after that, well, the fun of it is like when our parents send us, you know, like we have to go and fresh water. Mm -hmm. Like we call it borehole. Yeah, the so, borehole. Yeah, it's a borehole. We fresh the water. We know we might be six, seven. We talk. That's where we have ask more opportunity to talk then. Yeah. No. So at school, it's a, going to school then is a lot of fun. Because what I realized then, we scare our teacher more than our parents. Mm. Then, back then, ask anybody, we scare our teacher more than our parents. I remember if we do something wrong at home, my dad always tell me like, I will come to your school tomorrow. I have to report <laughs> you to your teacher. When I hear that, you know what? You have to be good. So looking back now, it's fun. Yeah. Like, so can you scare your teacher like that? That mm. even that your parents don't, like it's not like you don't spare them, your, yeah. you are not scared of your parents. You do, but you know, but you, you can get away more. with some stuff with your mom mm. and your mom have to look at like, oh, it's my child. But our teacher back then, they're not nonsense. Mm -mm. They They're are nonsense. not joking. Yeah. Wow. They are Mr. or Mrs. No nonsense. Then, so you have to, they don't have to force you to do your homework or study for the exam. And when we are realized then when we want to have a test or want to do a final exam, mm -hmm. I realize like we're more serious. Yeah. So when we're growing up, we're doing all this, it's okay. But it's another life when I get to high school. Mm. It's another life. So we used to have a boarding house. Then we have to we used to have a day student. Yeah, day student. So I'm one of the day students. I go from home. Mm -hmm. So then they've already give us our show at home. What we have to do before we go to school. Yeah. We have to wash the dishes. Like the dishes we use last now in the night, like for the dinner. So we don't wash it at moments. So in the morning, everybody would like, because sometimes we don't eat the same time. Sometimes we eat the same time. So we used to like make ton. It's like rotating, mm -hmm. like a timetable. You might wash the dishes a week while you're washing the dishes. Some of your sitters, they are the ones that are going to be freshing water. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of like our parents already give us our show. Yeah. And you don't have to miss it. And I remember too, there's no alarm to wake you up. To wake you up. So how do you? So then we used to remember like either church people or the Muslim people. You pray. just hear Allah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. don't care how you deep hear you hear. You will hear it, or you be hearing the church music. The bell or yeah. the bell like bam, bam. We know it's time for us to get up. Yeah. And when we get up. You don't have to be playing around because your parents. My mom is not gonna tell you like hurry up, because if you late, your teacher will deal with it. It's not like your teacher. They for you already see all those security man. The teacher by the gate. Doesn't say so they're gonna deal with you. Yes, yeah. all the late comer. 
they're going to be on the side. They line up on the side. They line up. <laughs> oh my God, you know what is going to come up? You know. After the assembly. Assembly. after assembly. After the assembly. Yeah. You know what is coming up after that. So all this thing, it's like, it's making us mature. Yeah, the school had a big... Yeah, how to like, be independent, be reliable, mm -hmm. to be focused. Yeah. Because they will tell you like, nobody have to, when you are hungry, my mommy always said that like, when you're hungry, you know you are hungry. Mm -hmm. So when time for you to do the right thing, don't let nobody told you know tell you that. Yeah. So we always follow that, and we, you know for that. So when I get to secondary school, we used to walk. I would say like my secondary my school. So high school. It's high school. Yeah. My secondary I, school. yeah secondary school is an high school. So my high school to my house, I would say it's like. I'm not going to exaggerate. It's like three miles. Wow. Yes. That's, that is far. That's like a 50-minute walk. Yes. So, can you remember? You have to do the house show. Before you go. Before you go to yeah. school. And you don't want to be late. Yeah. <laughs> you get it? So, when we wake up, like, we have to be like, oh my God, we got to do this. Yeah. We got to do this. Plus... There's some too, like my mom, like we call it like early morning prayer. Okay, like devotion, morning devotion. Morning devotion. So when we wake up in the morning, like that one, my mom, <laughs> <laughs> you have one bell too. You be like, bah. Sometimes you be pretending like that. sleeping. We have to wake up again. <laughs> like, oh my God. Then when, then, instead of us taking our frustration, Act from from our parents, we we'll be taking the frustration from each other. On each other. Like you stepping on my toe. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? <laughs> because <Yeah. laughs> you didn't sing louder. You didn't sing this thing. I'm the one that clapping. Yeah. You are not clapping. You know. Then my mom be like pretending. Focus. Do you want? But while my mommy is doing that, you go be like, hmm. Jesus, if you call it Jesus, like it is that great. But when my mommy saying it is that great, you go be like, it is that like <laughs> making your hair. I be like, what the heck? What's going on? So all those things is part of like yeah. looking back now. It's fun. It's really, really, really fun. So so it was like a. What I was going to say, like, with all of that, like, everything was very much, like, you all found the fun in everything that you were doing, even though it's challenging. It's challenging. Yeah. Do it. We don't look at it. As that way. Like, really fun. But sometimes when, it, you know, this is how it go. When we get to high school, then we're thinking about what we do in elementary school. Mm -hmm. Then to us, it's like, wow, this is fun. <laughs> then we start laughing at each other. Yeah. Like, wow. Because that is another... Like now, step entirely. Yeah, memory now. Another memory. So when we're in secondary school, we have some teacher too. You know, I just look at something like with American kids too. It's like kid is always kid. Mm -hmm. It's just the way we heart or we speak different. Yeah. Is it the same fun? Yeah. Because some teacher will come in like we we can't say nothing out. But when the teacher left, <laughs> making fun fool. of the teacher, yeah. laughing. And some teachers are so fun. Like, you know, we're laughing at him or her, but he's not going to say, 
Not like, why come back by your Eh, serious. Eh, shaking it So, for that, it's like we really had fun. In my secondary school, and I will remember what we used to have fun. In secondary school, we have a, they call it a cultural dance. Oh, okay. Is that the end? At the end of like the entertainment. Okay. You know, we're going to hat like we had him. You know, they write a script. Mm -hmm. We're going like, you know, we had it. And at the end of the day, that's where we def we detail like, oh, yeah. this guy is so fun. This guy is talked so much fun. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot like we do in secondary school. Like, it's not I can't remember now, but you know. So after that, we go out. You know, we're looking for you know to go to college. You know, they're going to university mm -hmm. back then. Then it's not easy. Yeah. During my generation, it happened to be like, you know, there's this our high school. When I get here, I'm like, oh, why is everything so easy? Mm. Everything like you finish your high school, definitely, if you want to go to college you in America, college, yeah. you are going unless you decide you, you don't want to. But back home then, sometimes we stay home for after four years, mm. three years, two years after our high school graduation yeah because you know why we're still looking for admission we see looking for admission sometimes they'll be like you have to have a seven credit like a b yeah. c is kind of like it's not a good result so you might like your result might your work might come out to be like five b mm -hmm. miss with a and they need like seven so because of that only one or two. Yeah. Either you change your major or you retake. Why? And it's not like, oh, if you don't join them for, you can join them in the winter. It's not the next year. No, you will wait like another year. Yeah. That was the system then. Yeah. I don't know how they do it now. So that was the system. So you will realize like, you're waiting for three years. Yeah. Four years. If you are lucky, you are one of the luckiest people. people. Like exceptional. You get admission mm -hmm. after you graduate right away. But I would say, I would say 40 out of 100. Wow. We're the ones that were admitted. They were admitted right away because they are system. People Your are seniors still like still waiting, waiting on the yeah. waiting list. So it kind of, so like I remember before I get like still looking for admission. So that's when I start facing my reality. Mm -hmm. Like, what do I want to be doing? All this, like, looking, waiting for admission. So I just decide, like, you know what? Let me go for fashion and design. Okay. So if I get admission, then. So I know I'm doing something. Something while you're waiting. So while I'm waiting for admission. So I find a school. It's mm -hmm. like technical school. Yeah, like they call the trade schools here. Yeah, training school. Like, so you have to go for fashion for like two years, but by the time you graduate, you have to give you like dip diplomat. Mm -hmm. It's not like because when I come to America, to for that like for me to get my degree mm -hmm. in fashion, you have to be BSA. Mm -hmm. Your BS like the by bachelor's. BS bachelor's. Yeah, before I can get there, and you have to be four years college. college. I'm like, hmm, this is different from. 
where I'm coming from. Yeah. Like, this is cool. So, why I'm doing that? I do all that. Everything is okay. You know? So, I realized, like, when I get to the fashion and design, I don't know. I just, like, it's so easy for me. Mm. Like, I find out, like, I have a passion okay. for it. So, I will tell you, they say it's going to take me two years training within six months. Wow. He caught on like that. Right away. Yeah. Right away. Like everybody, all my friends, like, wow, did you know this before? I'm like, no, no. <laughs> because that's how much I love it. Yeah. Because when I get, I just realize, like, hmm. So I can, so and I will see some of my friends, like, oh, I've been doing this, like, for. Yes, yeah. I don't even get it right. Just, just God help me out. Like, God really help me in that part. So, when I graduate from the fashion school, then I thought about it. Like, meanwhile, when I'm staying in school, learning the fashion, I've already making money mm. because I've been sewing for a lot of people. So, I just decide, like, what do I do? Do I further more? Or but I realize like I'm so busy. I don't even have time. I don't even think about like furthermore my education. Yeah. So I just decide to open a shop. Okay. So when I open when I open a shop, I be I'm not exaggerating. It might not be a good money looking back now. Like but I'm so comfortable. Yeah, then I'm so comfortable. I have that money. Yeah. Like if I want to use a car, I can buy a car. Yeah. But then when we are growing up, you can't just. It's not like nowadays. Like oh, I have this so much money. I think I'm I'm so comfortable. Let me get a car. Yeah. Because your parents still looking at you, like you are not mature enough. You still a baby. Why do you want to have a car? And they really believe in something like when you are so. When you are doing comfortable, have some money, it might be difficult for you to get a husband because some men might be looking at you like you are not going to listen to them because he having money, he get money. So, so they'll feel insecure. Yeah, they feel insecure. Yeah. So then my mom like, no, for me, the car, the car I want to buy then was like sixty five thousand naira, equivalent wow. of hundred dollar. Hundred dollars back then? Damn. Or now? Now yeah, now. Yeah, but then, that is around sixty five thousand naira is a lot of money. Back then. Back like then. Four thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah, around. It might not I I think money was I don't know what the dollar the was. The dollar was higher than the, no the naira was higher than the dollar then. Really? Then. Oh wow. It was higher. Then it was like $65. That'd be 65000 naira. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't buy. So I remember one year I checked my account. You know, before you check your account, then you have to go to the bank. Mm -hmm. So I tell them like, I want to, because you just put in money, put in money in your account then. Then I'm like, I want to see my statement. I realized like I have 200000 in my account. That's when I decide I want to like, can I buy a car? Then I've already buy machine i have so many machines mm -hmm. because then when i have money all i have to do is like Just buy a machine, buy machine. The, yeah. and i have a lot of apprentices i have about 12 people that work for me mm. 
So I've, I'm doing very well mm-hmm. because I, rem- I remember some of like my classmates, they still struggling in school. I'm so comfortable. Like I remember some of my friends, they went to actress, they're doing commercial. I would go with them. They'd be like, for me, do you want to join us? I'm like, no, <laughs> because I'm okay. Yeah. I'm back then to join like a, want to be in a, straight like you want to add a movie yeah. or you want to do commercial or you want to come out in a magazine you know the way the guys are doing that then it's like either you date me you show in a magazine i'm like well i have money mm-hmm. why do i want to show in a magazine why do i want to so i didn't fool it's not my passion yeah let me put it that way so if i want to do it then i have opportunity i just like you know what i don't feel like yeah doing it so some of my friends they went into Hatting, some of them are doing modeling, yeah. you know, all those things. So when I graduate from there, I would say I have knowledge. And at the same time, we're talking about, I'm like 20. I would say, maybe I was just like 19, 20. Oh, wow. Yeah, then. So I keep going, moving on my life, you know, by then. I've already, you know, a lot of people no. come to me to learn. I would say at least before I came to America, the people are, that graduate in my shop, they're about 12 or 10. Wow. If I'm not exaggerating, then I wish they have their own store now. Mm-hmm. They are doing good. So, so when I met my husband, so it's kind of like, oh, I kind <laughs> of like you, da, 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 da. Like, can you come to America? But we've been hearing about states, then America, London, you know. So we've been hearing about it. I'm like, "Ah, okay, I will go now. What's stopping me from, you know, (laughs) going to another country? But by then, you know, the knowledge we have, and I'm not, I I, I left some parts. If they say this, like when I know I'm like a, I'm a business person. I remember when I was in secondary school, I have a friend. Yeah. That my friend, they used to do like a fishing company. They said, so I remember get to my, told my mom, like, you know, my friend is, they doing this, they doing that, and they making money. What do you think, mom? Yeah. <laughs> like, mom, what do you think? Do you think we should do this? My mom like, okay, I'll talk, I'll think about it. Then the next day, my mom, my mom's like, okay, can you take me to your mom's friends out? We went there. Then they talk, adult to adult. Then I realized my mom is doing the fish, like a smoke. Oh, the smoke fish. Fish business. So we do that for years, like we're making money. After that too. Then don't forget, like I told you, like I'm not from the wedding. Yeah, family. Family. Mm. So then again, I went again, I come back again. I remember I always bring different business back home for my mom yeah because when i went out i see people selling buying i'm like oh it looks like why are people <laughs> buying this day you see I, I think they're making money so i've been doing this while i was in secondary school yeah you're already starting to kind of see see like you know when i was in secondary school, i've already know how to make money and i've been making money then so so my mom always tell me like oh for me you are a business person, you so business player, you know, <laughs> oriented, this and that. Don't forget, my mom used to be a trader too. Okay. I got it from my mom. Okay. Yes. 
he used to be a trader. So I got there from my mom, but at the same time, I'm practicing this on my own too. Like, mom, this is what. So I remember, like, I bring a lot of business back then. So when I met my uh, my husband, so they come to the state. They come to the state. So when I come to America, ah, I realized this is another life. It's different. It's a different it's type different of different from where I'm coming from. Because the way I look at America when I was back home, I would think like maybe America don't be like a purple color, gold. <laughs> no, that's how. No, really. For real, it's funny. <laughs> I my my brain didn't tell me like the world looked the same. But I'm like the way I see it in the TV, the living room, the kitchen, everything, everything is, is so perfect. Yeah. So when I get here, I find out like my my husband stay in apartment. I'm like, this is not what we're looking at the <laughs> TV. We've been seeing a big house. How come you live in an apartment? But I just ask, I keep that question to myself. Like, okay. So, first, I didn't even understand what they are saying. The way they speak, oh my God. Especially like how to fast. They talk fast, how to like the money, yeah, the, especially the, the coins. Yeah. Like, how am I going to understand this? I feel like. I think I want to go back to my country. <laughs> like I'm doing better there. Where do you, but gradually, I see how everything is going. Yeah. I'm like, hmm, I have to belong and I have to fit in. So that they are just like, this is land of no return. Yeah. Like either you make it here or you don't. Mm -hmm. So I was pregnant when I get here. So as yeah, with my first son, Shay. So when I had the baby, Meanwhile, when I was pregnant, my husband was like, oh, you cannot walk. Just wait, you know. And I didn't even know the road perfectly, like where I'm going to, where I'm coming from. So while I'm pregnant, I was like kind of learning. Okay. I know how to drive back home because I remember I went to the driving school when I was thinking like I want to buy a car. Yeah. But I learned it like, I would say I'm driving, but not like perfect, perfect. Because when my friend, my, some of my friends, brought their car or I see opportunity see any car I'm yeah. like oh you know I know how to drive <laughs> it's a big thing yeah. for us then for a lady driving in Africa then back then not now we're talking I'm talking about 80s yeah. because I graduated high school 85 so I'm like then so when I get here I'm like for me to perfect especially to know the road sign yeah so I was doing that. So as soon as I was, uh, I delivered the baby. So I'm like, okay, what next do I want to do? You were eager to like. <laughs> like, because I've already used to making money. Yeah. No, now they just have to look at me like, yeah. oh, my husband be like, oh, I left $20 on the table. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what am I going to do with $20? <laughs> I want to make my own money. money. I'm like, so my brain is like, I cannot wait for nobody to be like, yeah. giving me money. Mm -hmm. I want to make my own money yeah. so I can control my own money. Yeah. So, so as soon as my baby was like six months, I said, I want to go and work. So I went to Folk Fabrics on Everston. I worked there. I then thought the day when they give us our check, that, then the minimum wage was like, $5.25, $6. Yeah. <laughs> when I get to this country, I'm like, that was 90, I was, I get here in 1995, 
September. So the, the minimum wage was $6. Then I look at it like two weeks, maybe I'll get like some change. And they didn't even give us full time. Then I'm like, what else can I do? I asked my husband. He said, it's two things. You want to start, start with CNA. Then I went to through my college. Everybody goes. <laughs> yeah, I went to through my college to go and take the nurse CNA, nurse CNA classes. I do it. I pass. Then I went to nursing home to go and look for job. a job. So when I get to nursing home, <laughs> I've been seeing people be like, I've been working here for 15 years. I'm working here 10 years. I'm like, huh? I say to myself, like, I can't do this. So when I've been working in nursing home for 60 years, like, ah, because you're back, you know, it, it's so overwhelming. Yeah. To me then, like, ah, then I'm like, so I do it for like a couple of years. And like, I don't have ambition for nothing no. at all. I try to start my fashion and design here. Then there's not all this much style. Yeah. The simple style they just sewing. But I realized by the time I finish one clothes, because back home, it's like division of labor. I didn't even do much. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of apprentices that work for me. Yeah. All I do back home is like, I will cut. Then I will just tell them what to do. I will be directing them. Yeah. They will make it. Then I will be making the money. But here, I realize that it's not division of labor. You have to do everything from beginning. Mm -hmm. I'm like, mm -mm, this is going to take my time. I don't think I want to do this now. So I went ahead, do my GED. I passed. I'm like, next level. What next? <laughs> what can I do? So... I graduated, like, I went to group home. Mm -hmm. I said, I can't watch the nursing home. I graduated from the... Then I went to the group what, home. Which one, uh, the nursing home? No, I didn't work in the nursing home because nursing home then is like so much work. Oh, So I worked in nursing home for like four years. After then, then I think I really know because if I didn't go to nursing home, I would not understand my life or what I want for myself. Yeah, you put yourself in something to see you didn't want it. Yes, when yeah. I get there, I'm like, no, no, no. This, yeah. Even the nursing program, I'm like, no. It's not for you. It's not for me. Like, it's so overwhelming. They'll be running up and down, all this one code. You know, all those things is like, no, this is not my style. So I do my GED. So when I do the GED, I went to the junior college. What I'm doing there, they say, then one of my auntie was working with Chicago Public School. Mm. They were like, for me, you know, if you can get your associates, you can do this. So I was like, okay, all right. As long as I'm not going to be lifting in the nursing home. And you understand? Like, so yeah. that's when I start with Chicago Public School, CPS. Yeah. I was working as a teacher assistant. And I kind of find out like, oh, I kind of like this job. So I was working with the special ed. I'm like, yes, I like this job. I love the kid. He's so fun to me. And he's teaching me a lot. About America. About America. <laughs> so I kind of start, start liking, falling yeah. in love, liking it. All my students, oh, they, they are so fun you. to me. They love me. I love them. So it's giving me passion to like, I can stay home with my kid. Like when I go to work, my Kid will be at school too. Yeah. Then when I get off at work, I can pick my children to school. So we can do a little lesson. Yeah, I can have time less. for my children because I really want to, you know, for my kid, like, to be, you no, know, I want them to be real successful. Yeah. You no, know, go to college, go everything. I'm like, 
And I realized like this America, there's a lot of opportunity mm-hmm. unless you don't want to grab it. Yeah. So I do that for years in between. I'm like, hmm. And, and anything and work, I love to do it. So I just decide like, let me go and learn how to make here too. Okay. Then I went to hair school yeah. for 18 months. The I do that cosmetologist. I graduate. Yeah. Then why I remember I'm, that time I was <laughs> I would like she yeah, Michael then. Yeah, I just come. briefly have Isaiah. Isaiah was a baby. Yeah. I'm like, I can't be wasting time. Like I realized like I get so much time. Yeah. When I come back from work after I deal, I deal with my kid, you know, I make sure they do their homework. I teach them. We do extra curriculums. Yeah. Take them to karate, piano class, yeah. boy scout. You know, we join a lot of activities like to make sure they are in it. Yeah. So I just decided like, they are growing now. Let me go to cosmetology school. Isaiah was one year old. Mm-hmm. Then I remember she was 10 years old. She and Michael will be babysitting. <laughs> <laughs> then and she is so perfect, like you know, I'm like good. So this kid, since they know me, we know each other. We be always busy. Yeah. We be always busy. They will do it like after they finish the homework. I have somewhere in my basement. Is I make it like a school, <laughs> school. little school. <laughs> I put all the everything up there Monday through Friday head for fee multiplication table division color you know all those things it's like a class because I learned that from where I'm working Mm -hmm. like I get the system like how to teach kids you know I I realized like I have more patience for children you know I have passion for them you get what I'm saying so it really helped me growing up and you know Put that on my kid too. So after that, I graduated from the high school. I was doing here at home too, doing everything. Don't forget, like, I went to a fashion. I have my degree on fashion. But that was back in Nigeria. That, that was back in Nigeria. Yeah, but so yeah. I decided, like, I'm not going to make that much money yeah. there. I left it on the side. Like, you know, as like ambitious person, like, let me follow up doing it. And I started. You know, so I was doing here. I did the year at home. I have a lot of customer too. I remember for like I did there for like almost three years yeah. or four years. So after then, I was thinking again, like yes, I've been working in school system for a long time. Yeah. Then I decide like, what else do I want? Like the kind of person I am, I don't want any opportunity to pass if the opportunity come to me i will grab mm-hmm. so while i'm doing this then i'm thinking about my future my retirement too mm. like what will i do when i retire am i going to be getting up every day mm-hmm. am i going to work till like i'm 65 70 then i said it to myself i'm like no then i just decide again like you know what I have to start another business. <laughs> One of my friends, we were talking. Yeah. I'm like, I hear about China. Have you been there? I heard about Turkey. Did you hear about? So it's like, no, but you know, if you want to go, all you need to do like to find information. That year, I remember I just bought my ticket. I told my husband, I said, you know what? I'm going to China. <laughs> my husband was like, what? Going to China? I said, yes, I'm going. 
I want to see what they are doing there. And I want to see what I can <laughs> do that I can be making money. Mm -hmm. Like, hmm. He didn't say yes. He didn't say no. I put my stuff together. I bought tickets. I called somebody. They said they go introduce somebody to me in China. I went to China for the first time. Yep. When I get there, I love it. It's just I feel like, like they have so many said. stuff. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, yes. Then I start bringing stuff. Yeah. Selling. I realized the second year, I went to. Third year, I went to. So I just, the more I go there, the more I see opportunity that coming to my way. Then sometimes when I went to China first, I would buy stuff, send it to Nigeria, to mm -hmm. my sister. They will sell. They will send the money back to China. When I go to China, I will collect the money. I will buy stuff. I will buy the little I can bring to America. I will sell. You know, so I've just been doing all this. Hustling. Hustling. Little by little. So, like about three years ago, I just decided like I need to start my own business while I'm still working. But I don't want to retire or quit my job. Don't forget, don't don't get me wrong. I love what I'm doing. Mm. I love my job and I love my student too. So, but I'm thinking about my future. Like, yeah. I'm not going to remain. You want to be like working that long. For, forever. Yeah. So I just decided, like, what can I do? Then I said, I have to go back. Don't forget then the fashion they're doing then, the way we sew then is different with the fashion they are now. So I just tell my principal, like, you know what? I want to go for study. Kind of like a study abroad. Study <laughs> abroad. Like, I want to take leave of absence. Yeah. Then I decide. I put everything together. I work so hard. I paid my bill down for like five months. Mm -hmm. I went to Nigeria yep. to go and learn this fashion. And I get there. I focus. I make sure I go to the shop, to the office. Do, I mean, go to the school, do everything. Everybody mm -hmm. was like, oh, you come back, back home to learn. I see like, yes, this is where I think I can learn it. Yeah. Because if I want to learn it back there, it's going to be a lot of paperwork. Yeah. And I don't want to deal with paperwork, which I've already know what I want. I just know to upgrade, you know, my style. Yeah. The way they sew now, what is the latest? And I went for five months. I came back. Then I set up my business. First year, it's like kind of. Second year is better. Third year, I realized like I'm doing great. Mm -hmm. I'm making money. It's not like a joke. I just like, wow. I didn't even know this is going to be like great. Yeah. Like I'll come back. Like I'll be learning money off it. So I've been doing great. And I go to China, I bought a lot of fabrics, sewing accessory, you know, you know, everything. So I have very decent customer. I'm making decent money. So the job is so overwhelming now. Like I've been thinking of like, yeah, how are you going to leave this? <laughs> I'm going to retire. Like, I think I'm enjoying it more. Yeah. So I'm going to enjoy it. So what I just thought about it, like, I would tell everybody, when you are good in something, be determined first. Mm -hmm. Have ambition. Ambition. Yes. Yeah. Make sure you are focused. There's nothing is not possible. 
It might be rough, but with time, you will get over it. People always say, like, when you open your when you open up a business, you might not make money Very for true. the first five years. Yep. It's not like you're not gonna make. I will. You will realize like first year is better than second year. Second year is better than third. Third is better. So by five years, that's what they estimate. Like you're supposed to be doing well. Yeah. In whatever you are doing, which is happening to me. For me to say, I want to retire. Because I've been working with CPS. By the time I retire now, I think I'll be like 27 years at service. So that's why I say this is the better for me. I still have the energy to travel, you know, to also. Mm -hmm. So nothing is easy. Yeah. Everything is about also and focus, determination. Mm -hmm. If you have that three things, no matter what, you will like. You know, there's, I cannot share my story, finish my youth story. Lot, yeah. I want to tell you, like, there's a time in my life, like, I don't know, maybe when they put something on the trade, they're selling on the streets, I do it. Oh, back in Nigeria. Back in Nigeria. Yeah, on your head, yeah. I remember when I go to some of my classmates, when they go back to school, they be like, oh, I, I saw Borakini, you come to our house this morning, you're selling this. They'll be laughing at me, but I don't really care. Like, what I'm after is like my future. Yeah. And I was so determined then, like, I'm focused. I know a lot of our classmates, like, a, a lot of my friends, they are doing very, very well. Doing okay. Why some people give up? Mm -hmm. And back to Nigeria now, it's because of the economic. Mm -hmm. If not because of their, they are so ambitious people there yeah. like they want to become somebody they want to do something like if they see something they want to do they will do it so i just always tell people that coming behind me come to america like make sure go to school get your degree then have a side also something done so yeah something doing on the side to make you comfortable because there's a lot of bills like you pay in America. So, it's not my salary. My salary cannot pay my bill. Mm -hmm. But my also job on the side is helping me. So, I'm not rich. I'm not poor. But I'm kind of comfortable. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And I've been telling all my kids, like, life is not easy. Mm -hmm. Life, if anybody tell you like, Oh, this world we are in is so fun. It's not. <laughs> but the way you structure yourself, I'm saying this to everybody now, especially the young one. When you are focused, life will be easy for you. When you do what you're supposed to do the right time, mm -hmm. you, you don't waste time. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's hard to understand. Because I believe in something like when you are young, the way I would be raised is different from when I was youth. Mm -hmm. When you are an adult, it's different. But I would just say like, kid will always be a kid. Try to hurry up and put it together. Anybody can make a mistake. You can learn from your mistake. If you fall, you can still get up. Don't say, oh, I'm fall. That's the end of date. No. 
Even you are still 40, you still have a future. Mm, that's true. So I don't advise people to give up. <laughs> don't mm. give up on yourself. Yeah. Don't give up on your job. Don't give up everything you are doing. So people look and because the time will come, the energy will not be there. Yeah. You want to live on what you did. So you have any questions? No. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that story. I feel like you just went in and told us pretty much everything. But um that was just based off of being growing up in Nigeria and then coming here. So I just wanted to know like where does that mindset come from? I feel like that's huge for you, like the mindset. Right. For you to go to Nigeria. To... No, not necessarily to go to Nigeria, but like your when mindset to you. get stuff done, to be like, I'm determined, I want to be like this. Like, where does that come from for you? Like Everyone's not like that, I feel like. Okay. So how yeah. does someone develop the mindset or the because things to... when I was growing up, we're not living a comfortable life. Mm. Some of my friends, they are rich. Yeah. I see the way they live in their house. We don't have... We cannot afford to live the same life they yeah. live in. So I've been telling myself, like, I will make sure I do the right thing to live comfortable mm -hmm. so my kid can live comfortable too. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? So the mindset come from what I want to have want. a better life. Yeah. Because I didn't I, as going up as a kid, my life is not smooth as I want it. Yeah. Because I remember then we our parents only buy us. Christmas clothes, Christmas shoe, Easter clothes, Easter shoe. That's when I know in my life, like I wear new stuff, yeah. like belong to me. The rest, after your sister wear it, <laughs> they will pass it down. Hand me down. We, I remember we used to have a school mother. So whenever your school mother, all the leftover clothes, it can give it to you. Yeah. So I say it, say it to myself, which I appreciate is fun for me. Then. Yeah. But I've been saying it to myself, like, I want to be able to be doing something for myself. Yeah. And I want to help people around me. You are as big on that. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So I don't want to live up on people's money. Yeah. I don't want to live depend. You want to be independent. I want to be independent. You always been saying So that. I believe that's when I'm like, any business I saw on the street, I want to do. Mm -hmm. Anything I know is giving me money, I want to do. Like in the right way. Yeah. Like I'm not, and I, will never, I, I never get in trouble. Mm -hmm. I respect myself. Anything I'm going to bring, bring trouble, trouble, I don't mm -hmm. do it. Yeah. And I only tell that to my kids too. Mm -hmm. So that's really give me a passion like and i look at myself like this is america it's land of opportunity mm -hmm. so i would like to come here don't achieve anything even when i'm back home i struggle to where i am before i come to america yeah i'm not comfortable but being a single girl then yeah i'm fine mm -hmm. you knew that you didn't have much you, but yeah. any of my friend will tell you like oh for me is doing great yeah <laughs> Then, yes. And most because I'm happy, like, I want to go and learn. For you to go and learn, for me to learn, making money, it's really 
make me like I'm reserved. Yeah. I don't have to looking for a boyfriend that have to sponsor me. I have to don't have to like you know when you are okay, you are okay now. You yeah. too you can show off. Like if you want to buy something, you can win ahead. So I believe for everybody should also struggle. Struggle doesn't click here. But it will enlighten you. Mm-hmm. Make you see what is coming. Yeah. Where you are going. It's so, like you reap what you sow. Yes. When you reap, you sow. Yeah. So I always tell people, and I never give up on anybody, and I don't give up on myself too. There's one thing that I wrote down that I was like thinking that I've learned from you, especially, and I think that you always tell my friends <laughs> is one, one is like, thing. what's that? Like, let me tell you thing, one thing too. I remember I sent Michael Ashe <laughs> to Nigeria. It's not like they're back kids. Before I send them home. But I just don't want... I want them to see. Yeah. Like, you guys, you have opportunity in America. You need to go back home and see how people are suffering. Yeah. That is my reason. Yeah. Because I remember, like, I will call my nephew when I'm talking to my nephew. Maybe around 3 a.m. in Nigeria. Then I'm like, oh, you are not sleeping. They be telling me, like, I'm studying. I remember one day, Michael told me, Ah, mom, life is not that serious. <laughs> I said, Michael, life is serious. He said, I'm going to be reading 3 o'clock a.m. I didn't I know, s- so I got <laughs> he, he said, like, mom, it's not that serious. You do your homework. I said, it's not what you are thinking. So since that day, I hear that, like, oh, life is not that serious. I said, okay. Then I decide. <laughs> I said, these people, I'll send them home. So when I send them to Nigeria, they're like, mom, we live in a paradise. They can see some of that experience. <laughs> so when they come back, the attitude change. Yeah, for sure. The attitude change. It's not like they are bad. I have to send them. I just don't want, I want them to appreciate America. I want them to appreciate what they have. Yeah. I want them to know that they have an opportunity. Don't lose it. Don't miss it. Or the opportunity they have, a lot of people back home want that opportunity. And they would prove you like, I will do this, I can do this. Which they don't have it. So that's why I send them back home. Like, you guys have to spend two, two years. But the now... You spent one, but I spent two. <laughs> yes. And in the boarding house. But let me go to the next one so I can round, uh, round this out soon. But I think I've said that I've learned from you. It's like, number one, you said don't rely on no one. You kind of already spoke on that, like how that independence is very important, knowing yeah. that you're like, okay, I can't rely on it, on someone. And then another one is... is be real with yourself. Don't play yourself. So that's yeah. another thing that you always say. And then I think that's pretty much like your number one, your number, your two top things that you always say, like where it's like, just be real with yourself and and don't rely on anyone. Yeah. And I think those are like the two things I learned. But before we round it out, like, is there anything that you would say since it's Women History Month? Um, And I feel like you're one of the, you're like my biggest, the person that I inspire to be like very much the most, just like, that I've just learned so much from you. But what would you say to any young, even anybody that's like your peer? Like, what advice would you give to to them, you know, on their journey? Yeah, I wish all the women out there happy Women's Day. Month. <laughs> Month. <laughs> it's okay. 
<laughs> no, go ahead. So I wish I greet everybody. You're not familiar out there. with this, so it's okay. Okay. But I'm just like So you know. everybody out there, all the women. Yeah. Either you marry or you single, you have kids, you don't have kids, but you're grown, you are still a woman too. Happy women's month. And I want to tell you something, all the women out there. Love yourself. Mm. Appreciate yourself. No matter what you are going through right now, you will come past. You, you will come past. Don't think like you are not nobody or you are not making it. Oh, what kind of a life are you living? I want to tell you something. As long as you are living, you are in good health, there is a hope for you. Mm. What I say like appreciate yourself, love yourself, there's a lot of women out there. They are single mommy. Being by them, you know, I always give kudos to the women because they can be a woman at the same time they can be a man. Yeah. Most of women, they have a lot of challenges, even with their kids. I just like want to tell everybody like, whatever you're going through now, Patient is more important. Do not give up on any other thing. Look at yourself. Look at what you're doing. Look where you're coming from. Look where you here. Where you here now? Say, I did good. I did great. Yeah. Like I'm a beautiful woman. I'm a reliable woman. You know, so any good thing positive word to yourself. And I want to say like, nothing is too late. This is March. This is our month. Sit down. Don't deceive yourself. <laughs> be yourself. You know, sometimes you can be like, want to say some, what the other people will hear. I don't do that. No, you passed on my English. It's my... <laughs> It's not my language, it's my second language. You get what I'm saying? But I'm giving this advice. They say what men can do, women can even do better. And we're a strong woman. If they say, yes, we can't, yeah, we can do it. Even the young ones too, they come in to become a mommy. Even the one that our mother, we can tell. Without women, there's, a no, there's no life. We are good. You know? So what I would say, like, first of all, keep praying. Let prayer be key of your life. Without prayer, we are nobody. Let's pray. And two, let us be patient. Patient is the most important thing in life. When you are patient, you will achieve. And what I, I always tell people, don't say because my friend is doing this today, you want to do that. Our time is different. Your time, you have your own time. Everybody is unique. Everybody is blessed but it might be in a different way. 
Look at yourself. See who you are. What can you bring out to the world for the people behind you? For your friend. What I have a lot of friends. They will come to me. Like for me. I want to do this. You know, it's a wisdom. I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I am not perfect. I have my area I struggle with too. But with the little wisdom I have, I think I can use it mm-hmm. to become something. Some people like some people might be telling you like, oh, without graduating from university, or you don't have a master degree, you don't have, no. I have a, I know a lot of people. They are graduates. They're not even doing great. Mm-hmm. Don't look down on yourself. Don't let nobody bully you. Don't let nobody bring you down. I always say something. I will love myself first. I'm not going to wait for you to come and tell me like I am beautiful. Inside me, I know I'm beautiful. Mm-hmm. So when you have the co- you have the courage, you have the confidence. Get me what? You will make it. So do not give up. Look at yourself. Be real to yourself. See what you can bring out. You can start your journey gradually. If you know how to do business, with little change, you can do. I tell people, like, if you want to do a business, you, can, you don't have to know people before you do stuff. All you have to do is, like, know how to approach people. Know how to respect people. Be nice, be kind, generous to people around you. You know, sometimes women can be so funny. That's why I say you have to be patient. Don't let things be upsetting you like, oh, is he talking to me? Oh, I'm not going to take that. Oh, you can't talk to me. No, life is not. Life is serious. At the same time, <laughs> life is not serious. <laughs> so all the women out there, let's appreciate ourselves. Let's tell ourselves in the corner of our room, outside of our room, like we can become somebody. We can do it. You know, sometimes you'll be doing, if you have a kid, let your kid know like you are a stronger person. Like you are a strong person. Mm-hmm. So don't give up on anything. I always say, don't give, if you can't give up on yourself, you cannot give up on anything around you. Leave your soulmate up. Leave your friend up. Plan. Have somebody you talk to, you rely on like, you know what? I'm thinking about this. Can you just give me the idea? Oh, what advice do you have for, you know, at the end of the day, sit down, put them together. See what you can make use of it. So, if I say we should talk, we're going to be like going on, going on, going on. <laughs> I appreciate you, Ma. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, oh my God. It's okay. She was she was nervous about it, but I was so nervous. Really, like, oh my God. You did a really good job. I'm proud of you. So thank you so thank much you. for hopping on Peer Potential. Thanks, podcast. everyone, for coming on board. <laughs> yes, I hope this is something that you can gain from this conversation. And um, once again, please make sure you like. Subscribe and you share. share, We want to make sure that everybody is having an opportunity to just gain um, some type of wisdom on their journey and can help them um, continue on. But we're going to be back again with another episode. 
in the next two weeks. Um, but again, appreciate you. Love you all. And sending peace and love to you. Love. Bye. <laughs> appreciate. Bye. As I finally feel I can get out and live. Live. Yeah. Live. Yeah. Live. I feel like a live. Yeah. Live. Uh. Live. Uh. Live. Uh. Live.